There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose, and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Susan Bratton, intimacy expert to millions, is a champion and advocate for all those who desire intimacy and passion their whole life long. She is a co-founder and CEO of two corporations, Personal Life Media Inc., a publisher of heart-connected lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills, and the T20 LLC, a manufacturer of organic and botanical supplements that enhance sexual vitality. A best-selling author and publisher of 34 books, Susan is unstoppable as she is featured around the world educating millions of people. She joins us now on The Ethical Evolution for a fun, real, connected and honest conversation on intimacy. Welcome, Susan, to The Ethical Evolution. Hi, Bindi. I love the phrase ethical evolution. It sounds so good to me. <laughs> it's, um, I think I was divinely guided with that one and um, I'm yeah. so happy to be here with you today. Now, you're joining us all the me way too. from San Diego. Now, um, a lot of people have heard of you, but for those that haven't, can you tell us yeah. who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, uh, my title, you're going to love my title. (laughs) (laughs) My title is Intimacy Expert to Millions. Mm. And I actually came up with that title through my publicist who said, oh, the title you have now is way too sexy. We need to tone that down (laughs) because my old title used to be Trusted Hot Sex Advisor to Millions. Mm. (laughs) And she's like, is it hot sex? Are you the hot one? I'm like, yes and yes. All of the above. (laughs) Why not? If you're a sex expert, you better show up hot. I mean, my God, I I think you should be radiating sexiness. That's Mm -hmm. how I look at it. Mm -hmm. But um, they toned it down to intimacy expert to millions. And I'm fine with that. Because honestly, talking about sexuality, it does make people contract. Mm. We haven't had enough talk about sexuality. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for your bravery and for having me on. And it's really the beauty of podcasting that's given us a a platform that isn't so censored to have important conversations about many things, including sensuality. Mm. So good on us. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm on several shows, but uh, yeah, it's uh, becoming a, a regular topic uh, for me in, in different conversations. And yeah. I mean, firstly, why do you think it is that we shy away from that? You know, why, why do uh, we want to talk about it? Well, uh, the first thing is that I think that um, the patriarchy likes to oppress women. Mm-hmm. And so we are shamed for our desire they're afraid of us when we're fully in our sexuality. Um, there's religious repression as well as cultural and societal repression. 
And it's just another way to subjugate people. Mm. So I think that that's a lot of it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the theme of our episode today is we're going to talk about ethical intimacy, of course, um, which... Oh, my gosh, you could just pull that apart in so many ways, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, one of the foundations of that um, is is actually looking at the honesty in our relationships. Do you want yes. to tell us a bit about how you work with people um, in that? Well, it's interesting. What I actually do is publish passionate lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills. I run two companies. I'm the CEO of a company called Personal Life Media, which is a publisher of content, audio, video, and eBooks that teach advanced orgasm techniques and uh, communication skills. And then I am also the CEO of a company that is a supplement company, and we manufacture super premium organic sexual vitality supplements, which is primarily for blood flow and libido, libido botanicals. So I don't work with people one-on-one. What I, I really like leverage mm. a lot. <laughs> and I like to have my times for my beach walks. I was just telling Bindi that I just got back from a gorgeous beach mm. walk here in San Diego just before we were recording this for you. And one of the things that I like to do is I, I you know, I come from the Silicon Valley of California and I had a very very good primary career as um, at just at the time that the the internet was formed and exploding. Mm. My company, my um, the company, the first very successful company that I worked for invented the cable modem, mm. so we could do get high speed broadband internet access. Wow. And my God, has that changed everything? <laughs> and actually, Personal Life Media started out as a podcast network over fifteen years ago, oh, wow. which is crazy to see that it's finally. I was way ahead of my time, Mindy. Yeah. Way <laughs> ahead of my time. So um, when I work with people, I work with people where I give people the techniques. I like to create techniques and I've created hundreds and hundreds of them. Whether they're pleasuring techniques or communication skills, I teach people how to transform having sex into making love. And a big part of that is in getting people to trust themselves, Mm -hmm. trust their body's wisdom, trust their intuition, trust that they have different needs on different days, trust that whatever it is that's right for them in that moment is right for them in that moment, and that they shouldn't be looking externally to pornography mm-hmm. or what other people are doing or the, any kind of media uh, like you know movies and televisions, which really depict such a narrow focus of what our pleasure and intimacy connection potential is. Mm. And so the way that I help people is I teach them how to do things. Like, for example, one of my best techniques is called the sexual soulmate pact. And it essentially, a lot of women say to me, I don't know what I want, but I know what I'm getting, isn't it? Mm. And especially women who have male-bodied partners, they often say, I don't want to say anything because I'm not, I don't know. I don't know what I want, but I know what I'm getting, isn't it? But I don't want him to contract. I don't want to hurt mm. his feelings. I don't want him to shut down in the middle of sex. So I just kind of go along with whatever he does. And this is where I really like to empower people who are more shy, who don't have necessarily the, the bedroom confidence or experience yet, because 
we mature mm. through our whole lives. And our sexual maturation is one side of the same, you know, it's the other side of the coin of our, our personal maturation. What we wanted to do in our 20s is different than our yeah. 30s is different. I mean, I'm 60 and I'm having the best sex of my life. No Hopefully way. this afternoon. <laughs> no way you're 60. <laughs> oh God, I am. It's funny too. I just got back from Belize and I did my 59th dive. I, I'm a scuba diver. I started at 55 and, uh, I got back and I thought, oh, darn it. I wish I should have done one more because I wanted, I could have done my 60th dive in my 60s. And then I thought, oh, I'll just do, I'll just go do one here in San Diego, you know. <laughs> but when I teach people things like the sexual soulmate pact, it's, it's kind of this technique where it says, you know what you want. Once you acknowledge that every day your body is different, especially if you're in a female body, mm. especially if you're an XX chromosome person. <clears throat> You run on this 28-day cycle with the moon. Mm. And sometimes we want, you know, sometimes we want things strong and, you know, ravishing and, you know, really surrendered and athletic. And other times we want to be held and soothed and stroked and talked sweetly to and allowed to get things off of our chest. And sometimes in the same lovemaking session, we'll go from one to the other. Mm. You know, mm. I mean... One of the things that we're learning to do as we, as we as women, especially, but all people, all people across the gender spectrum are learning about how to live more fully into mm. the masculine and feminine. And I don't even like those words anymore, Bendy, because the masculine is supposedly and allegedly this, you know, strong and dominant and they're running the, the and the feminine is supposed to be this receiving. And, and I'm like, that's bullshit. Mm. It's like, we need to come up with some new terms for that stuff because I, I feel personally that I embrace the full spectrum yeah. of masculine and feminine and that we all do and that we would be better served living into our full expression. So I think the, the most important thing to understand is that if we listen, our bodies tell us what we want mm. in every moment. Mm. And if we give voice to that, I call it reporting in from our animal. Mm. If you think about, if you imagine the tree of life and, you know, there's the branch with the dolphins and the whales and there's the branch with the ponies and the puppies and the bacterias and the, the, the mushrooms. And, you know, there's so many, so much life. We live in such a, a, you know, an incredible planet. And here we are. We think we're like the top of the food chain. We think homo sapien is this incredible thing. But if you look on the tree of life, where are we? We're on that branch with the bonobos and the chimpanzees and the orangutans. We're a great ape. Mm. We're a monkey. We've got a monkey mind and we have a monkey body. Mm. And we're animals. We're people that have these giant egos living in these animal bodies that deal with the vagaries of how much sugar did we eat? How much junk food did we have? How much sleep did we get? Are we drunk or high? You know, like yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> And so if we just begin to really tune into ourselves and then we know that our, and our partner understands that we're animals and we're just reporting in from our animal body, we're giving voice to what we feel inside is what our animal needs in the moment, then how could our partner ever contract from getting clear communication about what we desire in the moment? How could they possibly know what we want when we don't even know ourselves till we get there? And when things change on a dime, oh, I don't like that all of a sudden. That's nothing they did wrong. And if I can convert someone, a couple, 
through this free technique at sexualsoulmatepact.com to the kind of couple where they're hungry for each other's feedback, where they realize that feedback is not failure. Mm. It's the winning strategy for giving ultimate pleasure to your partner in the moment. And that ultimate pleasure in the moment brings you back to presence. Mm. It brings you back to what do I need right here and right now? And you know, when you're present, you're not catastrophizing about the future and you're not worrying about what happened in the past. You're right here with your lover, completely immersed in your connection together, just riding the waves, feeling the feels and enjoying each other and what you're co-creating. And so I think that's a very, very important honesty technique, Mm. which is don't shoot the messenger. I'm in no control over this crazy monkey I live in. I'm just going to tell you what she's wanting right now. And I know you want to give it to me. So thank you. <laughs> There's so much to unpack in that, Susan. Um, I mean, gosh, um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, the, the the monkey and the animal in us. I was just reading about uh, the reptilian brain this morning and um, yeah, it, how you know, alike we are to animals. And, um, you know, the other, exactly. But the other (laughs) part is, um, you know, when it comes to intimacy and, you know, um, one-on-one with each other, um, often we don't know enough about ourselves to tell someone else. And we're not actually, as you said, present. So you could be in that moment, but your mind is somewhere else and your body's there and you're focused on something else, not actually what's going on. Um, and it's when you can be in that present moment and connect truly and honestly, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. I always, um, think about that, uh, lovemaking, you know, I like to say I transform having sex into making love. Mm. That's really what I do with my techniques. My techniques are about passionate lovemaking, heart connected, conscious lovemaking techniques. That's my sweet spot. Mm. And when you are present and in the moment, it really changes everything. And you can't know what you're going to want in any moment until you listen. And you do intuitively and deeply. Your body, she's telling you. Mm. You're, do you know the word yoni yeah. for a woman's vulva? Yeah. And the lingam is the man's penis. Well, I always think your yoni is just down there. Bop, 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 you the whole time she's telling you all you have to do is just tune into her she will let you know what she wants Mm. and that's it people need to develop that intuition because they don't they're not that connected with themselves to actually listen to what what we're telling ourselves Lovemaking is a mindfulness practice. Mm. You know, one of the things that I've been doing for, and I'm about to do after our podcast, I'm having a date with my husband. We're having an expanded orgasm date. Wow. And an expanded orgasm date, expanded orgasm is a couple's practice. It's a clitoral stroking technique that allows a, a female body to go into this, the moment of climax and stretch that moment out. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. 
Join us every week here on ElectroCast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Like time becomes taffy that you pull. And so instead of you having this kind of a climax, you are just in a big wave and you are riding a big wave from way, way out to sea all the way into the shore. And then your lover pulls you back out and you ride another one in and it's even bigger. And you ride another one in and it's even bigger. From a simple, simple, clitoral, delicate clitoral stroking technique. And what happens is that the two of you are actually in a conjoined trance state, a meditative Mm. state, just like meditation. It's a trance. The delta or the theta brainwave Mm. state of orgasm is the same as as meditation. Mm. And so many people have called this particular practice, we call it expanded orgasm because um, the particular flavor of program that we created with one of my mentors, Dr. Patty Taylor, uses a lot of Kashmiri Shaivist Tantra techniques. Mm-hmm. But you may have also heard about it as organic, orgasmic meditation. Mm. That was a particular flavor that's been going around and being taught at various places for singles who want to kind of meet up and learn the practice together. But what it does is it gets you It gets you forgetting everything and gets you really good at staying in the focus of the orgasm. Mm. When when you're riding those big orgasms, you are focused on sensation. You're in sensation. And for many women and men, they feel like they are, they struggle. They're worried. Mm. They have performance anxiety. And the feminine body, specifically the XX chromosome homo sapien being estrogen dominant, estrogen is the worry wart molecule. It has us worried and protecting ourselves. And so we have our eye on everything. Our reticular activation system is always on high because we don't walk safely in this world Mm. like the XY chromosome homo sapien. That testosterone dominant being is confident. He doesn't worry about getting beat up. He doesn't worry about being, he's the predator, not the prey. Mm. We're the prey. And so it just takes women a lot of practice to come into presence. And it, it does take the masculine who's always strategizing. They want to do such a good job. You know, the masculine is raised unfairly in a pecking order where they're either winning or losing. It's very black and white for them. They don't work on teams mm. like the feminine does. Like we're taught as, as women, we're taught to work on teams. The masculine if he's not winning, he's losing and he doesn't mm. like to lose. So he wants to do a perfect job. And so he's driven to kind of like be this kind of prescriptive, I'm strategizing, I'm doing these things to you. I'm going to, I'm going to affect your pleasure mm. rather than learning how to drop into the moment, into this this place of interplay. And 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 it can be any gender that has these problems, but generally it's the estrogen versus the testosterone difference that kind of informs these behaviors. And the expanded orgasm practice helps both partners. It can be done any gender, but it's generally stroking a clitoris Mm. from any gendered partner. And when you're both doing that, you're actually, if you're getting stroked, you're surrendering Mm. to the strokes 
Your partner is take is doing the stroking, giving the stroke, so taking you on the journey. But they have to feel you feeling them yeah. mm. to take you there. So that's that limbic mm. connection, which keeps you both totally present, which is why one of the flavors has been called orgasmic meditation, because you're you're really in this meditative orgasmic space. Quite interesting. Mm. And I love how there's, uh, and I've had conversations on this previously as well, that, you know, in yeah. in that meditative state of transcending you know, like almost like leaving your body, you get that moment in, in orgasm too, like where you, yeah. you don't fully feel your, your physical self and you're, you're, you're out there in that present moment. Um, yeah. So there's that, that similarity to meditation that, that is just, it's almost like a drug. <laughs> yeah, well, you touch, I've had moments where I've touched source, touched God, felt Gaia, felt mm. my connection to all living things in a palpable way from being in that state. Mm. Um, there, there are three free pleasure reports that expand her orgasm tonight.com that explain what an expanded orgasm is, how to do something called peaking, which is a very interesting strategy for increasing orgasmic pleasure um, by almost waiting a beat when you're delivering sensation mm-hmm. and then you stop for a second and the person goes toward is reaching for pleasure and it heightens their erotic pleasure and their sensation. And then the third report is something called touching for rapture. It's in a, in a nutshell, it's, it's kind of this notion that um, instead of touching for effect, I'm going to rub your skin, Bindi. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to rub you and make you feel good. It would be so much better if I touched you for my own pleasure. And Mm. when I touched you and felt you, I was actually feeling the pleasure of touching you. It gets people away from this, I'm doing you. Yeah. And into the, we're being together. Mm the heart space that we're dying to be in the intimacy that we crave Mm. so those are some really nice free downloads from uh expanderorgasmtonight.com that i think really improve a lover's overall ability Mm. and joy and that's it you know some of us get so stuck up on the sex the actual physical act of it rather than the intimacy with our bodies yeah, you know, just just touch alone, um, without having to get into the nitty gritty of, of genitals or anything like that. Um, yeah. That that alone could can do so much more. Would you agree? There's yeah. Well, there's four kinds of touch, and I think it's always a nice distinction to explain to people because once you get distinctions about touch, it it dimensionalizes your pleasure. So there's nurturing touch. That's the touch you give a baby. Mm. There's there's healing touch. You know what that is. Mm -hmm. That's like a massage. There's sensual touch. And then there's sexual touch. Mm. And I think once people understand those four different types of touch, then they can start also exploring other things like um, thinking about not just rubbing the skin, but actually rubbing what's below it. Mm. Penetrating the skin with your touch so that you're touching the meat of the person, you mm. know, just that is, that is an interesting distinction or mm. spongy touch or draggy touch. I mean, there are so many ways you can define the, the kind of touch you'd like to have. And then there's things like, 
you know, I teach a lot of yoni massage techniques um, at betterlover.com. I have a lot of videos that are free um, that teach yoni massage. And um, one of the things that I think is really important with yoni massage is that when you're thinking about the feminine genitals, you're thinking about um, the fact that we have as much erectile tissue as our penis owning partners and friends. And yet we women are always rushed for sex because if we're with a male body partner, they're ready to go way before we are. They get a bath of testosterone every day. They're mm. perpetually horny. If they're in good health, they're just way, way faster than us. And they have this benefit of hemodynamics, which means that the blood flows straight down into all those spongy chamber chambers of their penis, super quick, and locks off and gives them an erection. Where for us, we're more like an English muffin, <laughs> where you you know you what do you call you call them crumpets? Oh yeah, well yes, both we have both. <laughs> yeah. So you know it, the crumpet, you get it out and it's kind of a little raw looking, you know, and white and pasty, and you stick it in the toaster and it pops up, and you're like, oh, I like it a little crispier, and then you pop it down again, and then mm. it pops up, and you've got your hard butter fresh out of the fridge, you know, and you slice it with the knife, clank. And you get this piece of butter and you stick it on the crumpet and then you have to wait for it to melt into all the nooks and crannies. And then mm, it's just perfect, right? That's the yoni. The yoni is the crumpet. It's the, it, it has as much erectile tissue completely surrounding the vagina. It's like a, it's like a beautiful bracelet of pleasurable, you know, uh, tissue, mm. but it's a crumpet. And it takes a while to get the blood flowing in. And so women are so rushed to sex that we often don't enjoy it as much as our male-bodied partners. Have you heard that thing that Dr. Lori Mintz did on her TED Talk, The Orgasm Gap? No. It's really cool. It's like, mind the gap. It's, um, <laughs> it's the difference between how easy it is for a penis owner to have an orgasm from intercourse mm. and how much harder it is for women who struggle to have orgasms from intercourse. Mm. And it's directly to me attributed to the fact that we don't, as females, bodied owners, don't get enough time to warm up. Mm. And so we're having intercourse without an erection. Mm. So who wants to have flaccid intercourse? I don't. Mm. And so on my Yoni videos, I show the Mons likes to be palpated. The outer labia like to be kneaded. The hood of the clitoris likes a soft windshield wiper action. When you touch a clitoral tip, know that it's a tip and there's a shaft associated with it that wants to pop out like an erection. Mm. When you touch the inner labia, they like a long, delicate stroke. They're very, once you activate a vulva, once you get all that tissue responding, it, it, it wants different types of stimulation. Mm. And when you start to understand how to do that, then you're giving the most incredible pleasure. And I think that's very, very important to understand that there's there's just a lot of ways to touch. I mean, even that expanded orgasm practice, you're not stroking the skin of the clitoris. Mm. You're actually stroking the meat under the skin. 
the, the actual erectile structures. And when you start making a distinction like that and you are able to feel the difference and your partner and you lock in on that, it's just an incredible sensation. Mm. There's so much to explore in a human body, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, and that's half the fun. Yeah. Um, now, Susan, the, the thing that's been sitting in the back of my mind, and no doubt that you've been asked this a million times, Okay. how did you get so good at this? <laughs> oh, oh Bindi, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Um, I, I, this is my second career. I'm 60, so I'm older. I'm more confident. I take testosterone replacement, so that also makes me mm. more confident. Um, estrogen and testosterone, I balance it. I really like the confidence that it gives me. Um, and I've just been talking about it, and practice makes perfect. And I have a lot of courage. I say my superpower is courage. I've always was that little kid that could read the room and speak for all. I always cared to speak for all people mm. and to make sure everyone was represented and I could feel I could feel the mood. And I guess I just had that empathy for people. And I, I know people are hungry for this kind of conversation. Mm. And so I enjoy giving it. Yeah. Thank um, you for the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like like we've said, you know, there's this common conversation does not happen that often and, you know, people just like, we it's it's our bodies it's us you know yeah. like what can't we talk about us for once exactly. <laughs> yeah now um you also deal with something called um the emotional uh wheel chart can you tell us well, about that yeah it's not my thing mm. it's just a resource that i like to give to people if you google emotional wheel chart you get this chart this little circle that has all of the human emotions on it and what I find is that when you're trying to be, when you're trying to have honest conversation, a lot of times you're not even able to be in touch with your own feelings about how you feel about something. Every issue is multifaceted. Mm. And when you're going, especially when you're going through any kind of trauma or upset or you're pissed off about something or what, you know, anything that's kind of on the negative side of things, you're you're kind of struggling to find your words about it, even if you're good at talking and a lot of people are people of few words. They're just not as articulate. And mm. so you, you never quite know what they're thinking and how things are going. And I really like to recommend people use the wheel of emotion and look at all the words and say, oh, yeah, I'm feeling that thing and that thing and that thing and that thing. Okay, what am I, what, what is it about that word that draws me to it? And how can I express to my partner how I'm feeling fr from that perspective and, and from multiple perspectives? Once you begin to see speak into life, your feelings, I think what the wheel does is it just helps kind of foment your thinking. Yeah. And it's, it's an, another connection that you and I have um, of synergy in that um, as, as a spiritual coach, um, when I work with people and trying to connect with themselves, they can't even explain the emotion they're feeling or what that yeah. feeling is. And yeah. then when you give them the list of, you know, the emotions or the feelings, um, they're like, I, I don't even know what that one is, you know, or I, I don't even know how to explain this one that I've got. Or, yeah. And then once they sit down and think about it for five minutes, they've gone from like eight different emotions to about 25. Yep. And you're like, well, look at that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and really. Yeah, it's such a simple yeah. tool, yeah. the wheel of emotion. And I think. It, it's like a Pandora's box. It is. And mm -hmm. again, it's that connection to learning every little piece of who we are as a human in this mm -hmm. meat suit that we've got, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, um, one of the things I also love to talk about on this podcast is um, decision-making based on values. And it comes Mm -hmm. also when we look at relationships because we go into a relationship with someone um, and we have our own set of values. And when the two meet, that's where things get tricky, right? (laughs) Definitely. And more and more as social media has bifurcated us, Bindi, Mm. I mean, some of us are um, progressive um, people who want all people to rise up and others are people who feel like there's a hierarchy and they've got theirs and they don't want other people to have it. Um, I mean, there's just, there's, you know, I'm pro this and against this, you know, there's uh, all of the suppression of LBTQ everything's. And now in in the US right now, we've got this whole abortion thing happening, anti-abortion movement. Um, And of course, we came from uh, enslaving people in our country and we were terrible terrible we have terrible slavery history Mm. I mean we have so many things and there's so many opinions and then there's religion Mm. right some people are extremely religious and they're you know they go by the word of God and you know and then there's other people who are like I'm spiritual I'm ethical I'm moral but I don't believe in an organized religion I'm an atheist or whatever Mm. and so you've got you got a lot of those kinds of things and then you also have the things that make meaning for you Um, so you have the, these are the things that are important to me. Um, it could be faith. It could be family. It could be, I'm a personal growth junkie and I want to keep creating new trysts with life my whole life. And I would never want to be with someone who is, you know, kind of stuck in the mud. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so you've got those kinds of, and then you've got the things you need out of a relationship that, if you can't get them, you'd rather be alone. Mm. It's not worth it to you. Mm. If, I, if I'm in a relationship where I don't feel safe and secure, if, if, I, if I were with someone who didn't make me feel safe because security is my number one relationship value, mm. I, I would rather not be with that person. I'd rather be alone. I'll take care of myself. Thank you. Or honesty. Oh, I feel really destabilized when I don't have a safe space to be completely honest. If I could filter what I say, yeah. if I can't just talk off the top of my head and be appreciated, accepted and loved for it. If I have to think about the words coming out of my mouth, I do not want to be in a relationship with that person. I don't even want a person like that as my friend anymore. Yeah. Like I have up leveled myself to like, I'm not going to filter myself. You like me for who I am, or we don't need to hang out together. Cause I don't need to be like worried the whole time. I'm going to say something that's going to piss you off. Conversely, you must tell me the truth about everything. I can take it. Even if it's hard to hear, I want to know. Mm. You know, so my values for me would be things like honesty, security, passion. Mm. If I don't have a partner who's, I mean, I have a sexual bucket list at all times, Bindi. I'm always working my bucket list. I'm all, Because that's what I do for a living. Mm. I, I have to write sex techniques. You yeah. know, this is what I want to deliver to the world. This is my passion is fashion. Mm. And if I had a, if I had a partner who wasn't like, yeah, I'll try that thing. Sure. You can stick that up my butt, whatever it is, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to be with that person. So we all have feelings we want to feel and things that make meaning and values that we value that are deal breakers. Mm. And I wrote a book called relationship magic. And it's essentially a values elicitation 
process where you, I give you a whole bunch of them and I've sold, oh, I mean, over a hundred thousand, maybe 125,000 copies of this book. It's one of my top sellers. I've written 35 books and programs Wow! and um, I'm a busy girl. You are. I got, I got thinkings. I've got so much <laughs> thinkings to do. So um, relationship magic, if you go to myrelationshipmagic.com, don't buy it on Amazon. Just get the download for half the price. It's like $9.95, I think, on, on uh, myrelationshipmagic.com. And when you download it, it takes you through this process of seeing what it is that you value most. And it doesn't matter if that person, if the person has the same values as you do, it doesn't matter. It just matters that they understand your values and can meet your needs for your values. So for example, my partner's number one value is passion, which is great. We share one. And honesty is another one of his, but his is growth. Mm. He likes, he's, he's brilliant. He is immense, a level genius. And he, he loves me to show him where he can go next. Mm -hmm. He loves to do better and better and better. And he likes fun and adventure. And I'm basically like, that's what's tattooed across my forehead. <laughs> fun and adventure. Susan Bratton. I are this, you know. And so I do that one naturally with no thought at all. I'm fun and adventure for him. And he loves that because he's an introvert. Mm. And he'll just sit in his room and do his things and work on his brainiac stuff and let the wheels spin for days if I don't pry him out of there with fun ideas. So, but I need security mm. and I need to be taken care of as strong and powerful as I am. I, I need care. I had a, I had a childhood that was not secure and he's kind of a daddy for me. Mm -hmm. I like a daddy. He's got a bit of daddy in him and he's honest and he likes that. And he's passionate. And these are real. And I need my freedom. Mm -hmm. He doesn't always go with me. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go do this thing. If you'd like to go, go with me. And sometimes he goes and sometimes he's like, I don't like that thing. I don't want, I'm not going to go to that. I'm like, that's cool. So, but he lets me go and he never holds me back. Mm. He's the wind beneath my wings. He's always lifting me up. And so we learned and understood our relationship values a decade into our relationship and went, oh, that's why you act like that. It's super helpful whether you're in a relationship or you're dating and trying to find someone to be in a relationship with, to be really clear with yourself about what you really need. Because if you get into a relationship with someone, you need to tell them what you need. And then you need to allow them to give it to you and you need to show them how, it, how to do it. And if they can do it, then they're a good person for you. But if they keep missing the mark on the things you need the most, it's not the right relationship for you. So it's as important for singles as it is for couples. And it makes it super easy to be in relationship when you know each other's relationship values because you just work those top four things and you feel like you're 80% of the way there in a perfect relationship. It's unbelievable how handy it is. And that's a values-based relationship strategy, if you will. Mm, I love it. I love it. And whilst I'm not in a relationship currently, I, uh, I you know, to manifest that perfect partner, I have I have my list <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I, I know exactly what I want and I, I will not take less than I deserve. What do you want? Oh, it's a long list. Trust me. Some of the, give me some of the top ones. Well, very similar to you, you know, someone who's ambitious, someone mm -hmm. who um, who actually is here to make a difference, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and has passion and mm -hmm. and wants to have fun and doesn't mm -hmm. want to 
hide away actually wants to live life. Um, mm. So those are like just some of the top ones. So, yeah. you know, because um, I'm not someone who wants to sit back and not be seen and not be heard anymore. Um, right. And so that is a big thing for me and that, that can be intimidating to some people and if yeah. they can't handle that, then, I'd, yeah, it's a non-negotiable for me. So you want I, someone to support your mm. fabulousness and believe in you and yeah. be happy for your growth. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very, very similar to you in that, yeah, um, I know I'm going somewhere and um, I'm, I'm not going to stop. So <laughs> I will send you the workbook so you can figure out what your top four values are. Mm. And it's it's kind of a multiple step process. It's easy, but it's a multiple step process where you figure out what your values are and then you write down what would a partner do to show you that you were getting that experience from mm. them. For example, for security, for me, it's, we always have money in our savings account. The bills get paid on time. The doors are locked and we have a burglar alarm. Our cars are in good repair. We always have health insurance. Mm. I can always turn to my partner with our, our um, safe word because, you know, I mean, in my line of work, mm. there are people who can step over the line mm. and I need to be kept safe. And so my, my husband knows exactly what to do if I turn to him and say, so how about that striped shirt? And he's like, oh, okay. Hey, I need you to, I need you for a second. Come here and gets me out of there. Cause mm. strikes is, a, is, is my, yep. is my word with him. Mm. And so safety is my number one thing. I have to be kept safe by my partner. So he keeps, I always say he keeps his eye on the supply. He's always got his BDI <laughs> on me, always watching out for me. <laughs> so it'd be good to know what yours are. I'll send you that book yeah, right. and any of my other programs that you want to. Absolutely. Course. That sounds yeah. amazing. Thank you. Um, sure. Now, um, another thing I love to ask guests, and I'd love to hear your answer on this, um, particularly because we're talking about ethical intimacy, is what does being ethical mean to you? Well, I think for me, it means telling your truth in a kind-hearted way. It means honouring your agreements and your partner's boundaries understanding that agreements and boundaries change, understanding that you will at times do things wrong, having the expansiveness of heart to say, I'm sorry when you screw up, Um, being able to constantly have conversation about what you love about them, what you appreciate about them, what you adore about them, what you find sexy about them. I think that it's, it's, not withholding, not sweeping things under the rug, not walking on eggshells. It's not storing things away to bring them out later and hold them against. It's not allowing your boundaries to get tread on and then resenting them or being angry at them because you didn't stand up for yourself. I think a lot of the ethics that come from I think a lot of ethics come from our own inability to tell ourselves the truth and to share that with our partner. It's our embarrassment about what it is we really want mm. that we think that I think comes from the core wound of I'm not lovable enough, I'm not worthy enough, and therefore I have to pretend like everything is okay and let you do what you want, even though it's killing me. Because if I told you the truth, you might not love me. Mm. And it's actually the opposite. 
How can you possibly be loved for who you are if you don't tell the truth about what you need? Yep. But we get that wrong time and time again. Mm. All comes so back to honesty. Examples. Yeah. All comes back it to that does. honesty, doesn't it? Yes. Honesty with ourselves. Yes. First, exactly. Which is hard. <laughs> now, um, if people want to find out more about you, Susan, where can they go? Uh, you could follow me on Instagram at Susan Bratton, S U S A N B R A. T-T-O-N, Susan Bratton. You can come to my betterlover.com video site that has hundreds of video videos, including those yoni stroking videos, which are really nice. Um, conscious lovemaking, how to make love to a man, how to make love to a woman, all kinds of things that are really nice. And they're all free. Or you can come to my main website where I've been writing articles for 15 years on every subject you could possibly imagine about sex, love, and intimacy. And that's at personal lifemedia.com. And uh, it has a search box as does Better Lover. So if there's something I said, and you're Mm. like, I want to know more about that, just search that word and you'll get articles and videos. And I give away so much for free, Bindi. One of the things that I've realized is that sexuality is a low trust environment. Mm. And one of the things that I must do is if you if you like me, like, oh, I heard her on Bindi's show, and um, I kind of liked her. But I don't know if I'm going to like her stuff. And mm. then you come in and you, you know, you get a free gift. You, you download the sexual soulmate pact or whatever it might be. And you're like, oh, this was good. And I like those little, little hinges that swing big doors. Yeah. Something easy that I can give you that makes a profound shift in your life. And then you're like, oh, that's Susan Bratton. I liked her. Maybe there's more. And then sometimes people buy my paid programs that, oh, I want to learn expanded orgasm. You know, that sounds, that was intriguing. Or they don't. And it doesn't matter to me because I'm here because my passion is passion. I want to help everybody. And enough people buy my paid things that I do just fine. So that's kind of, that's kind of my, my thing is take, 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 take as much as you want. Help yourself. It's a smorgasbord over here. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. And, you know, I have had a little wander around your, your sites there and um, oh, you have some incredible content, I must say. Um, so, you. you know, I think if we could educate everyone, and I love to reflect on the change that we talk about in this show, uh, which is the whole mission behind it. If we actually looked at the change we could make in ourselves when it comes to intimacy, Imagine what a world we live in. Wow. I know. I think it's so true. I think the world, world might tilt a little bit, actually. <laughs> yes, it might be more loving mm. and appreciative and sexy and fun and nurturing and lots of hugs and kisses and touch and looking in each other's eyes and just feeling so good together. Mm. What a world that would be, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, I've got the last big question for you, Susan. Okay. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Oh, I think we just, that's what we just talked about. I think I answered it by accident a little early. I think I was ahead of my time. <laughs> you always are. <laughs> yeah, often 15 years too early. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be, um, the change that I'd like to see in the world would be learning to trust your body's wisdom, uh, understanding that you can tune into your human and um, share it with a partner and whatever you need in the moment it, you could have. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. And I have loved every single moment with you, Susan. Thank you so much for being a part of the Ethical Evolution. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. 
If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric acid.